and we are back again. This is Mix Zexy Genius Podcast. You know where to find me, Mix CEO on Twitter. Like our Facebook Facebook page. Starting already. Facebook page. Facebook.com Mixed Up Network. We now have our own solo Facebook page. Zexy Love for Zexy Genius Podcast. My co-host is here. Say hi. Hello. Hello. Where can they find you at? They can't. Okay. On that note. So, I got to talk about this real quick. So, I made the Facebook page for the podcast. The actual like page, not like a like page or a page where you can add as a friend. And I started just adding people, and somehow all the fake Facebook models have been adding the page. <laughs> oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and I don't know how it happened, but then like I guess I must have actually clicked on a couple to add, and then like a couple of them friended me. So like, and when I go to the page and look at the people you may know, all I see is you know women with their asses on the seat on the sink and shit like that. <laughs> and it's funny because like when you attract those people to your page, then you get the thirsty dudes with the you know the shirt off pictures and you know in the bathroom taking the selfies in the mirror and shit. <laughs> it's amazing how quick a uh, your Facebook page could go downhill. Well, you could have fun with that. <laughs> how can I have fun with that? Well, you could start trying to match them up. <laughs> but you know the funny thing about those people you may know? How people who, how you have like a mutual friend with it? I always see who's the hell is a friend with this person with the with the ass on the sink. <laughs> I'm still trying to understand their pants, so. Their pants? Yeah, they're butts are like 42 inches and their waist is like 12 and I'm like how do you wear pants? They're called leggings. Uh, leggings 24-7. Yoga pants. That has to suck. But okay. Butt shots. That's what's popping now I guess. A lot of them don't, they don't even look natural. I mean it just. I want to see them in 10 years. When those butts drop. <laughs> Look at Nicki Minaj. Oh, well, hers was surgically put back up, so. Shit, there shit. The, the picture she had with her and uh, Future, Demon, it's just. Yeah, it's not good. So, with that, what you been up to? Last time we talked, we did the, the live show at the Mighty Con. It was a lot of fun. Yes, I had a very good time. Shout out to intern Evelyn. Did her part. Yes, she was very helpful. <laughs> Have you got any feedback from those shows? Well, I run into Harley quite often. Really? Mm -hmm. You recognize her now, huh? I recognized her before. Well, now you really know when you see her. I mean, you... Probably just saw her in passing, and now she really sticks out. Um, we'll leave it at that. Yeah, okay. I don't get shy. I mean, 
did she change her Instagram? Because I put it on the page and it didn't pop up. I don't know if she changed her Instagram or not, but um, at my place of business, I see her quite often. Okay, I guess that's a <laughs> off-the-air topic. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. You got to give your key. Okay, okay, okay. So we're not going to say your place of business or where you work. We're not going to say that. But is it different to see her all of a sudden, or is it just you regularly see her? I I would re I would regularly see her before we interviewed her. I actually recognized her when I saw her at the con. Okay. Now is she there for what the purpose of your job is, or is she there for something else? No, she is there for the purpose of what my job is. Okay. <laughs> People probably what the hell is going on. Oh, he's cold. Where does she work? <laughs> <laughs> we are confusing the shit out of people right now. So, what else has been going on? It's been a... It's not too... I mean... If you're looking for a topic, there are plenty of shit to talk about nowadays. Oh, yes, there is. Where do we start? Oh, God, so much happened since the last time we talked, had a podcast. I don't even know where to begin. Well, I just got out of a religious argument, so I don't want to go there. Oh, let's go there. Let's set, it, let's set it off. Because we have... Okay, how well, do you want to start this? What was the argument about? person I was talking to is a fundamentalist Christian from Texas. Oh, Lord. Who told me that all Catholics are going to hell. So, is that the Christian thing to do is tell people they're going to hell? I'm a Wiccan. I don't think you're going anywhere, really. <laughs> so, but, yeah. I was baptized Catholic, and we, I, I told him that these subjects are off-limits, and he decided he wanted to go there anyway. So what, so what, because he's a Christian, he can decide who's going to hell and who goes to hell? Well, what he said is he is going to heaven. I know I'm going to heaven because I've accepted Jesus into my heart. I told him, so have crackheads. That don't mean they're going to heaven. And he got very defensive. Yeah, let's not get into that. <laughs> Religion's yeah. just, yeah. Yeah, I, it's not the subject to talk about with anyone. But I ended the conversation with this. I'm not going to change your mind. You're not going to change my mind. But in the end, God will sort us all out. Either you'll be standing at the pearly gates, and I got it wrong, or I'll be standing at the pearly gates, and you got it wrong. It's not up to me or you. God will sort it all out. Very true. I thought that was the safest escape because I was ready to go to Texas and murder him. Mm. Which isn't very Christian at all. <laughs> nah, you don't want to mess around in Texas. <laughs> Whatever. Texas don't scare me. Yeah. It doesn't scare me either. It's not a, it's just, 
racism is real there. I'm gonna say that. Racism is real everywhere, yeah. so that's another subject we probably shouldn't touch upon. What racism? How racist this country is? I'm really debating that move to Canada. I don't know if it's much better, but I rather do a racism and free healthcare than then racism and having to, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying, put my whole check to go into the emergency room. Healthcare goes. The Affordable Care Act, quote unquote, Obamacare, for <clears throat> certain audiences. Um, it's it's not perfect. I will I will concede that point. It's not perfect, but so many more people have access to insurance now that did not have access to it before that it I think it should be given a chance to be what it potentially could be which is what England and Canada have fully government funded healthcare but you know it's not going to happen because people feel that I'm not going to pay for someone, some lazy person to sit in their butt and get insurance while I pay for it. But that's not who they're paying for. You're already paying for those people or what you perceive those people to be. People of color? <laughs> I, I, I won't even, I won't even say people of color. That it may be what their mind or their eyes see. I say poor people. And poor people, rich people don't like poor people. I don't care what color they are. Well, poor people, poor people don't even like poor people. Cause poor white people, poor people think that they're better than people of color that are poor. I agree with that. They'll talk about somebody being on food stamps while they're on food stamps themselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you you have the same benefit. Why? How could you hate on that person? Because you got five babies by five different daddies. I ain't got but two babies by two daddies. And I work at the local uh, Walmart. Oh, that was very racist of me. I'm so sorry. Hey, sometimes you got to put it out there. <laughs> but that, th- these are the people that I see saying that. And you can blame the media for that because that's who they put on TV. If you want to see the real, go to a story. On being, like I always say, or even just go to Facebook when they had those, you know, trending stories. If it's something about healthcare or something like that, and just take five minutes to read the comments, and you'll get an idea what the what the country is. Yes, you will. Just take the internet did not do us any justice. Not, not, not I'm not gonna say five because that's a long time. Take two minutes, and you'll be amazed. Take three comments. You don't even have to take two minutes. Take three comments. And you'll get it. You'll get it. There are people who perceive that all poor people are black and Latino. That there are no white poor people. Even I'm talking about people that live in trailer parks, that work part-time at the gas station, making $5 an hour. They don't consider themselves as poor because they're still buying into trickle-down economics. They're, they're still believing somebody someday is going to piss on them and they're going to have something. Yeah. And they still don't have nothing. 
and nothing's coming their way. But they're better <laughs> than you because they're white and you're black and poor. Yeah. And it's just so and, funny. Like, they, like I said, you check the comments, and it'd be something extremely fake. Somebody had, you know, those fake news stories said Obama found a loophole and is going to run in the 2020 elections. And people were losing their mind. That Muslim can't run again. Fuck that monkey Muslim. He's not going to run again. None over my dead body. <laughs> it's like this shit is fake. It's fake as hell. And then people just eat it up. Well, they don't want to listen or admit to it. But remember, that is how the Russians supposedly messed with our elections. They're like, well, there was no voter fraud. Well, your president said there was, but there wasn't. Um, but that's not how they infiltrated our election. I seen a story. I read a story because I seen it. I seen the headline. These kids are these guys are like high schoolers. They buy a domain, make it close to like they probably like Fox News with three X's, you know, shit like that. And they just make fake stories, and they go after the Republicans, conservatives with these, you know, it's it's outlandish, but it sounds somewhat true. And just make a fake story, put it on their page. It gets shared a billion times. People go to the website, click the ads, and they're fucking making a killing. Yep. It's like the one kid was making like close to like fifteen thousand a month off of just people just sharing the bullshit stories. They, they like to take a headline and just like adjust a couple of words and then make it seem like outlandish, you know, clickbait, you know, make people go crazy. But you know, that shows you our level of intelligence. And our level of fear. These are unintelligent, or, well, I shouldn't say unintelligent, I should say uneducated. Uneducated people that are afraid of change. Afraid of the, the norms changing in their area. And they will believe anything that justifies the fear and they aren't educated enough or experienced that's maybe the word I'm looking for experienced they haven't gone further than six blocks from their house their entire life they haven't gone to even the neighboring state so they don't know that there are other people and opinions out there they, they're just living in this small little community and everybody believes the same thing and if you don't, they run you out of town. Yeah, and I've dealt with that living in Minnesota. When I went to school up there, that's exactly what it was. We don't like out of out, out of towners. And it was, well, Wisconsin's like that too. We don't we're, we we not too fond of foreigners either. <laughs> because you remember the big uproar that Wisconsin had when they wanted to bring the Hmong refugees here. Wisconsin lost its mind. Or they did the same thing when they was talking about bringing, when the New Orleans, uh, Hurricane Katrina, they brought a bunch of them up to, you know, Madison and people were losing it. Well, 
Texas kind of dealt with it. <laughs> Texas said, you come here and you commit a crime, we're going to lock you up and kill you. <laughs> <laughs> you can either be a productive citizen, you can go to jail, or you can die. Those are your choices. <laughs> Make one. Oh, my God. So, I mean... Texas has some kind, some backwards ways, but their judicial system works efficiently if it worked correctly. <laughs> Meaning that the bias didn't come in. Mm -hmm. but, um, I don't know. It, it <laughs> <laughs> this country is exhausting. This, this whole presidency is exhausting. It's just so much every day you just look at it like really really yeah but you can't turn the TV off because if you do if you turn it off for five minutes when you turn it back on you might not be a citizen <laughs> <laughs> your civil liberties are gone <laughs> you know your internet provider can sell all your information oh I find that quite interesting what was that Here's the scenario. Remember, Trump gave ISPs the right to sell your information. Yeah. They turned around and demanded that Twitter release the name and personal information of someone that was anti-Trump. <laughs> Twitter filed, you know, a, a, a lawsuit to stop it. So Twitter is technically suing the U.S. government and Trump to not release this information. Yet, all the tweets that he sent out about Syria in 2013, 14, and 15, he is now trying to delete. <laughs> I'm like, Twitter has you by the nuts right now. Because they can say to you, I'm not giving you this information and you can leave it alone. Or they can say, I'll give you this information and then I'll just release all of yours. Because remember, as president, anything that he has said, written, done, is now public record. Yep. It goes into history books. Oh, God. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And he was adamant in 2013 and 14 that Obama not bomb or go after Syria, even though they violated the red line he put in the sand. He said, do not use chemical attacks. And they did a chemical attack. He went, Obama went to Congress and said, okay, do you want me to react or not? Congress twisted their hands into a knot and did nothing. And so that didn't happen. He didn't do anything other than say, okay, Russia, you're their ally. You said you're going to make sure they get rid of all their chemical weapons. So now what happened? Did, did Russia just turn a blind eye or did they not do their job or did they have any intention of doing it? Were they talking to Trump all this time? Because remember now, Russia's back again. Right. And the White House, or from what I've heard or read, let me check uh, a semi-credible news source. <laughs> 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 um, the White House is 
come out and said that this was just a show of muscle. That Trump has no backup plan whatsoever. <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> didn't expect, I didn't expect him to have a backup plan. But what I find ironic is, remember he told Australia, because there's 1,250 Syrian refugees there holding U.S. visas. That Australia said, okay, um, they're ready to go. They've been vetted. Let them on the plane. And he said, no, we're not taking them. But then he turns right around and says he feels so much compassion and sympathy for the men, women, and children who died in this chemical attack. Uh, hello? <laughs> really? Is that why Australia is still holding on to 1,250 of the refugees we were supposed to take? They've already been vetted. They've been there for four years. They've been vetted. They have U.S. passports, and he told them, no, you can't come here. Yeah, this is what this is what's been going on. This is the the same thing people have been saying about Trump from the beginning. He says one thing, does another. His supporters gonna back him no matter what. I want to, I want people to support the podcast like Trump supporters. We can. I, that's what I want. That's what I truly. We can say whatever we want. They we can, just go. Yeah, that's not what I we want. We can do what the hell we want. We can sell bullshit hats. <laughs> Okay, merchandise, I can, you know, if you buy some bullshit hat for me, fine. But it's not going to say make America great again and then in the back say made in China. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that, that's not what I want. I want people to be, <coughs> I don't know, informed and opinionated. No, fuck that. Because I knew once he got in office, I knew once they said, once they said that he is our president-elect, I started packing. <laughs> and my cat was looking at me going, what the hell? She packing. He went and grabbed his bowl and his two cans of wet food and was standing <laughs> at the door. She going, I'm going to something happened. <laughs> but running away is not the problem. I have to sit here and continue to hope and pray that my vote is going to count. I have to vote. I don't care if they trying to elect street sweepers. I'm voting on that. Does Carl do a better job than Bud? <laughs> I have to vote on that. Because if I don't, my fate, even though my fate wound up in their hands anyway, it's not because I didn't do anything about it. I voted it. And I don't care if you voted for Bugs Bunny. Vote. Or you voted, Bugs Bunny. Or you voted for these Nuts. I don't care who you voted for. <laughs> that was funny, though. <laughs> but, you know, it, what? I don't understand what Trump supporters are thinking. You heard about the woman who voted for Trump and now her husband is being deported. Yep, got deported. And they were just, I don't see how this can happen. I just thought he was going to go after illegal people who do stuff wrong, who did stuff wrong. No, nah, you said illegals. You weren't listening. Yeah. 
<laughs> and you thought you were all good. You moved here, married, and three kids. Nah, bruh. You think you only you think you know they they support you. They really don't. But the thing that upset, offended, and scares me the absolute most, and you notice they shut him up after he said it, was when Ben Carson said that slaves were actually immigrants. Wait, what? Uh, I don't remember ever, anybody ever saying, I'm going to pack myself like cordwood in the bottom of a ship and sail to an island where they're going to beat my religion, my language, and everything I know out of me, and then ship me to a place where I'm going to work for little food and no money. That's not immigration. That's not what immigrants do. Immigrants move to another area for a better life. Uh, that, that, That's a very dangerous uh, statement that he made, though. Very, very dangerous, because you know people were using that. Even Ben Carson agrees you guys were just immigrants. You heard Ben Carson. <laughs> and remember, there is very strong argument and speculation about whether or not what is it, the 14th Amendment that gave us citizenship? I don't whether know. Whether if it was ratified correctly or not. He just needs to uh, So, think <laughs> about that. If they replace the word slave with immigrant and they go and they say, okay, this wasn't ratified correctly, that could say all you have to go to. Because remember, he's trying to get rid of immigrants. He's starting with Muslims, the people that a lot of people are afraid of and don't like. Next, Hispanics. Well, that's what I've been saying. It's like, he's going after Muslims. He's going after Hispanics. What's next? Mm -hmm. Who's going to go after next? Well, he's going to face, and this is, snarky of me to say, but he's going to face a little bit of a problem if he goes after black or blacks, African Americans, whatever you want to call us these days. Next. Because he would have to empty the prisons to get rid of us, and a lot of people, like Mississippi, was now complaining that there's not enough prisoners to sustain their prisons. <laughs> They're going to get a little pissed. No, he's just going to put more of us in jail. No, because if he classifies us as immigrants and we are no longer citizens, because remember, if they go back and say, you, because you were born here doesn't make you a citizen, because that's what they're doing now with Hispanic people, is they're deporting the parents of the children that were born here and now twisting it so that the children have to go too. We are all descendants of people who were brought here and born here. So if they want to trace that back, they got to get rid of us all. That means they got to empty out the prison. That means they get rid of their revenue source. Which is another talking point. <laughs> oh, the prisons is one big, you know, private. Mm -hmm. in, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. 
people need to look into that. <laughs> Do your research, your listeners. They make money off of you in prison. Free That's labor. Right. Would they pay you like 15 cents an hour? <laughs> Some bullshit like that. But they get like almost $30 a day per prisoner. So it pays for them to keep their prisons full. But in our favor, I can say Mississippi is very worried because their prison population has dropped to the point that they are concerned that they can't sustain the jobs that were created to sustain these prisons. So I'm going to pat people on the back and say thank you for staying out of jail. <laughs> but yeah, that they make money when you commit crimes. Stop blinding their pockets. People won't stop committing crimes. <laughs> We're so fucked. Well, <laughs> We're so fucked. I, well, okay. I there are two camps of people who commit crimes to me. Maybe even three. There are two. Those that commit crimes to sustain and take care of their family. If I catch you stealing a loaf of bread, you're not stealing a loaf of bread because you're going to go and fence it on the next block. You're stealing a loaf of bread because you're hungry. Okay. If you are stealing magazines or, you know, stuff that's not going to benefit you, you know, I don't, you know, VCRs, TVs, whatever. If you're stealing that kind of stuff, you are doing that to sell for money. Sell for crack. Crack, whatever. Alcohol. But, I'm sorry. I, I have never seen anybody steal TVs to pay their rent. I just haven't seen that happen. I could be wrong, but I haven't seen that happen. But if you're stealing a piece of, if you're stealing a loaf of bread and a pack of bologna, somebody in your house is hungry. That's a problem. Why, why are, what, what crack are you falling through in the system that you don't qualify for some benefit to help you? Because we even have programs here that help buy you clothes to go on interviews. So what crack are you falling through that you have to steal bologna and bread to feed your family? Something's wrong. That's a social problem. That needs to be fixed. Well, a lot of people honestly don't know the programs or just refuse to do it. Pride. Too much pride to go and apply for it. I'm going to figure it out myself. <laughs> be five years homeless. I'm going to figure it out myself. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure it out. And then it does. Some people are very prideful. I'm very prideful. But I am willing to accept help that doesn't put me down. You, you know, you don't if, get if, if somebody is coming to me and saying, I'm going to give you this because you don't have enough intelligence to figure it out on your own. I want your help. I'm flipping you off, walking away, saying, screw you and your help. Because that doesn't do me any good. You're tearing me down at the same time you 
think you're trying to build me up. And All that's you're how, doing is building up your ego. And that's how some of the pro, that's how people take some of the programs. But that's how some of the programs treat the people that they're supposed to be trying to help. Right. And so, if therefore, people don't want to go through it or deal with it. I can understand that, but there's got to be some kind of bridge or, I don't know, make these people take some sensitivity programs or something to understand that these people are not beneath you. People that need help are not beneath you. Yeah, I get what you're saying, but... I worked in organizations that dealt with the shit, and you get some people who truly want to help. You get some people who walk around with their nose in the air. It's like. The ones that get me are the ones that walk in um, with the, the fake fingernails and the fake hair, chewing the gum with the, you know, leopard skin. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, um. I'm not getting enough child support from my five baby daddies. Uh, what I got to do to get some food stamps up in here? Those are the people who make it difficult for the single mother who is working two jobs, trying to take care of her two kids because her husband decided he wanted something else and walked out on them. She lost her house, her car, you know. When she walk in, and the worker is like, what do you want? That woman is going to get up and walk out because what little pride she had has now just been stepped on because so many of those others have come in before her. And I don't think that's fair. But I don't know what to do about it. Well, I know what I would do about it. I would stand outside and slap them other chicks and be like, strap her knees together so she can't have no more baby. Well, I'd get out and hustle and get money. I, well, I've worked two or three jobs at the same time because I, I told myself I wasn't going to be in that situation again where I'm struggling. Because when I applied for, you know, like the second time of my life, I applied for food stamps. And got treated like shit going through the process. And then they told me, okay, you're going to fill out, you know, a phone book worth of information. You know, ask me detailed questions about my life. And then turn around, they're going to give me, tell me, they're going to give me 16 bucks per month. The fuck am I doing with, I mean. Yeah, it took me more time to fill this out. than you know, I could have. I don't know, picked up cans and made more money than this. And I have done that. I have picked up cans off the street. Hey, no shame in that. If you go down on a Badger Saturday, those who don't know, we're in Madison, Wisconsin, University of Wisconsin Badgers. On a football Saturday, there's a little old Asian lady with a bike, with a tricycle, with a big tricycle. And she has a bag in the back and she goes on and gets up cans. I'm telling you, she has to get at least. Close to damn near a hundred dollars worth of cans, just from being yeah, downtown. You can, make, you can make if you are willing to put in the time. But here is the problem with what I did. I was picking up recycling bags, and I, you know, like if I saw one that had a lot of cans in it, I pick up, pick it up. 
That is illegal in the city of Madison. Wait, wait, you was picking up what? Recycling bags. You know, like when people sit there recycling out? Oh, okay. That is illegal in the city of Madison. I was actually told you are stealing revenue from the city of Madison. <laughs> I was issued a $310 ticket for doing that. And I said, do you honestly think I can pay a $310 ticket? I'm picking up cans. <laughs> you should just laugh at him. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is going to get paid. I paid the ticket because I had no choice. It went on the books. And once it's on the books, it's out there. So I had to pay a $310 ticket for just trying to feed my family by picking up cans. And here's the thing. I wasn't just tossing the recycling. I was actually taking it to my house, sorting it. So I was putting on the plastic and everything back in other bags and just bagging up the cans, taking the cans to the recycling center and putting the recycling back on the curb. And they gave me a $310 ticket. I was like, wow, I'm not even just like ripping this open and stealing the cans or what? You know, I'm actually sorting it again and putting it out the way it's supposed to be. And you're punishing me for that. So I was told, unless it's on the street, I can't pick it up. <laughs> so I started knocking on people's door and asking them for permission. Having them walk out to the sidewalk and hand me their recycling. Then it became my property. They gave it to me. Then I could take the cans. Yeah. See, but you... That's absolutely ridiculous. But you swallowed your pride and you did what you had to do. I drove... Yeah, I swallowed my pride and I did what I had to do, but I still had an additional $310 ticket hanging over my head just because I wanted to make $25 so I could feed my kids for that week. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And the cop actually looked my... Well, actually, it was my ex-husband and a friend that was going around picking up the bag. They took them to jail. <laughs> And when I couldn't find him, I called the jail. I had to go down to the jail. Now, remember, I have no money, and I have three children. So I'm dragging my kids on a bus. Oh, Lord. Down to the jail to look at a cop and say, you really going to give me a $310 ticket when I'm picking up cans to feed my kids? And he nodded his head and wrote the ticket out. I said, wow. <laughs> Eh, got to follow the rules. <laughs> I wonder if I had blonde hair and blue eyes, if the same rules would have applied as harshly. You know what I'm saying? The rule would have still been there, but I think maybe I would have been told, hey, hey, you can't do that. You know what I'm saying? If my husband hadn't been 5'11", black, 250 pounds. You know, maybe he wouldn't have got stopped. What are you insinuating over there? <laughs> that there are rules, but they apply. Um, 
blinders on. They 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 apply with colored glasses. Okay. Yeah, red colored glasses, brown colored glasses, yellow colored glasses. You know, whatever. As long as there's color in the glass, we're gonna find something wrong with what you're doing. Right. So. This is something I've seen on Facebook. The Book of Face. People, well, when I say people, or it was some other, it was women being offended by the term female. Is this something new? Has this always been a thing? Are you offended if somebody said, called you a female? Is this some, have you heard, have you heard about this? Is this I have common? heard absolutely nothing about this and I find it very interesting. What they were saying is like, you call me a female, that could be like a female dog, a female animal, female, you know, it could be a cow. Those are females, you call me that? <laughs> he called you a female. Do you think you're a cow? Do you think you're a dog? Last time I checked, I was a human. So if a man calls me a female, I would assume he's calling me a human female. See, and I'm thinking that... Because if it was a cow, he'd call me a heifer. And if it was a dog, he'd call me a bitch. But those probably... I'll give it a start. But, like, here's my thing. If you are that easily triggered by the word female... You have some deep-seated issues that you need to solve in yourself before getting mad at somebody else. If My you, immediate question would be, well, what would you have me call you? They prefer woman, lady, and like... Woman, I can understand. Lady, don't call me that. So you can't say lady, you can't say female. You can say lady. <laughs> I will correct you, but you can say lady. What's wrong with lady? There are implications with the word lady that I do not personify. Okay. <laughs> and they were trying to compare calling a, a you know a woman a female to like how black men were called boy, which I don't agree with because... When you had racist men call him, you know, a grown black man, 55 years old, calling him boy, they knew what they were doing. They knew that he, they were trying to insult him, disrespect him by, the, you know, saying he was no better than a boy. Well, I have a, an opinion on that. Go ahead. Calling a grown man boy is derogatory. Calling a grown woman girl is not now there was there's another post about that too that's people were upset about that too like the guy had said that's my girl over there at the bar and they were all upset that's not a girl that's a grown woman how can you demean her calling her a, a girl because when you get them home at night and you turn off the lights they all want to be a naughty little girl wow <laughs> oh sorry <laughs> That's, that's, yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean, um, what were you saying? But is, is the, 
is that if, if female? Smack your man on the butt and call him a dirty little boy and see what happens. Mm. That's not going to go over. Very true. Flip it over. You're going to get one or two responses. No. Or, oh yeah, daddy. <laughs> Is it? Sorry. You just can't win. I think I just took a left when I should. Yeah, you took a big left. I'll <laughs> let you go ahead and deal with that. But is but if that is I, that truly the worst thing someone could call you? Female? Yeah. No. Why is it so much hypersensitivity? Because. And women have been going hard this women, year. Women have been there, going hard. Women were there upset. There are women who don't get offended. Like I don't get offended by a lot of words. Bitch is a trigger word for me because of my own circumstance. But that's me. That's my circumstance. But it's the tone and the situation in which the word is used. If somebody says, you are a beautiful female, that's one tone. But if he says to you, females don't know how to work on cars, that's another tone. So are you more upset about the female part of him saying that you don't know how to work on a damn car? <laughs> I more he didn't know, thought I didn't know how to work on a car. But some women can't hear the difference. They just hear the word, and they feel like it strips them of their persona. I am a woman. You should see me for the woman that I am. But just because I say women don't mean I don't see you as a... I say female don't mean I see you as a woman. It's, it's a, a generic term. Which is why I'm assuming they equate it to bitch. Is it's a generic term. Yeah, but back... All females do this, or females do that, or oh, it must be a female thing. That's why they're, you know... Whereas woman makes you an individual. It all means you got a cooter. But <laughs> <laughs> well, Bad and Bougie was the number one song in the country, and it said my bitch is bad and bougie, and you know... Nobody... <laughs> Want too many people complain about that? Huh? Because I've never even heard that song, but I think that describes me quite accurately. <laughs> so you okay with somebody saying you're a bitch that's bad and bougie? <laughs> no, I'd be okay with female that's bad and bougie. But like I said, bitch has a connotation just to me. You could call me a cunt and I wouldn't care. That's more Try of a... that in America. That's more of a yeah, I know. That's, that's more of a trigger word for white women. I know. From what I've seen, I don't use either one of them, cunt or I rarely use female. But I never thought that I was demeaning women by saying it. Whenever I did say it, you know, women, and I'm gonna get 
so much hate for this. Women are fickle. You could call her a female on Tuesday and she'd be fine with it. Call her that on Thursday and she want to rip your head off. I don't know why. I'm not blaming it on periods or hormones or anything. Women just do that. I, I don't get it because, and I'm, I'm sure at some level I do it, but I don't understand it because I just kind of sit back and look at it and go, what was the problem with that? So, but I don't know what causes, and it may be that the female brain is scientifically more active than the male brain. I can see that. And so maybe it has to do with the fact that there may be more going on at one time than another. The reaction, I don't know. But I can tell you this. I don't have female friends because I don't understand them. All my friends are male. Who does understand them? <laughs> I was going to say Jesus, but I didn't want to get hate for that either. Uh, hate is good. That means you're listening. <laughs> or, yeah, okay. But I, I don't know. I have no idea why that is offensive. It shouldn't be. That's what you are as female. So that was a big, huge debate, and and it was some guy talking about if I hear a dude say female, that means he has no education, he's disrespectful, and you don't love his mother. I'm like, God damn, shit! <laughs> How do you <laughs> make that big assumption just with one word? Wow, <laughs> that was a big leap. It was a huge leap, and I'm like, and everybody, and some people was like, really? You just gonna? Take it there, yeah. He was like, yeah, I'll take it there because that's disrespectful. You don't love your mother. <laughs> well, let me ask you a question on the female, because it's, that's a generalization, female. Are men offended when we call you male or when we refer, refer to men? Because we don't refer to men as males. We refer to them as men. I don't know, I'm not Does easy. the statement, all men, piss you off? Nah. It really doesn't. Because I know if you talk about some all men, you're probably going to say something ignorant. So, <laughs> all men cheat. Yeah. Okay. All men lie. Okay. You're not pissing me off because you, you, you pick terrible men to deal with, and that's what you get. Because the most part, people find who say that, they go for the certain men who do that and then wonder why they always get played. They go for the man in in, in the bar with the Jordans and the Gucci belt who ain't got no job, five, you know, baby mamas, and then wonder why things ain't working out the best. <laughs> I'm sorry, I shouldn't have laughed. <laughs> it's the truth, though. You know he's, he knows nothing good going on with him. devil's advocate here. That's the first man she meets. 
a woman can meet a man and be like, okay, this was a bad situation. Move on to the next situation. Give that man the benefit of the doubt. Not hold over her previous relationship. Say, okay, he said he want to be with me. He going to be with me. She not checking his phone or nothing like that. And then all of a sudden, some chick pop up in her face. Talking about this my man. And it's like, hey, wait a minute. Whoa, what's going on? If that happens three or four times in a row, after she's given the man the benefit of a doubt, don't you think at that point she kind of goes, okay, all men are pieces of crap? Well, then men would be saying the same thing because you got men who, who go through the same type of shit, meet a woman and thinking she's thinking she's your whole world and she returned to be not about shit and just evil and want to fuck you over or just want to use you or play you or choose your brother over you, you know, or some bullshit. It happens to men too. So is it okay for him to say all women, you know what I'm saying, ain't shit? Well, I kind of believe that men treat women like that anyway. Sorry. <laughs> hey, I've seen it both no, sides. No, I think, I think men approach relationships differently than women do. And men don't always approach women with relationship on the brain. That's true. But I do honestly agree with you that when they do approach a situation with relationship on the brain and it hurts them or it turns out badly for them. They lie to them, they cheat on them, whatever. I do believe that men get hurt and I do believe that men get the short end of the stick when they try to reset themselves to the point that they say, okay, I'm going to give all women a chance. Because I don't think men actually reset back to that point. I think they reset back to the point of, okay, she hurt me. I ain't going to let the next one hurt me. Yeah, I've been hurt plenty of times. and like it. But that doesn't mean that they cannot grow to the point that a relationship develops. But I think they kind of sometimes can be standoffish if they've been hurt. And the woman will see that as, he's not really interested in her or he's cheating on her or you know and that can cause conflict and it's not it's not fair on either point because he's not doing anything wrong other than trying to protect his heart and she's just trying to protect hers so much hurt out there <laughs> that's why I say to people who hurt who hurt you <laughs> okay what I don't understand is like you said how people go from relationship to relationship to relationship with the same type of person. I don't get that. If you hurt me because you cheated on me, the next time somebody cheat on me, if they cheat on me, they are gone. There's no working it out. There's no talking about it. Goodbye. But that doesn't mean that the next one's gonna cheat on you. Yeah, I don't know how you stop that baggage. Well, yeah, I mean, you. It's. The, I mean, it's not so much the person; it's the same type of person. 
if you the last guy you was with had no job, thought he was a hustler on the streets, want to be rapper. Who you, is attracted to that? Oh, you'd be surprised. They, they are cash. They are they are winning out there. Those type of men are How? winning. Huh? How? Because we are in Madison, Wisconsin. People want the excitement lifestyle. They people born and raised here. They want that. They want that Chicago feel. That you know, dangerous thug, and they that's what they want. And they buy a ticket to New York. You'll get over that shit quick. You would think they get over dealing with the wannabe thugs here. They no, love that. They love that drama. They people want that drama. That excitement. That. How is that excitement? That sounds tiring to me. Well, they realize that when they in their forties that, well, hopefully they realize it when they and by the time they realize that they always too old to you know change it around. Now they stuck here with you know, nothing to show for nothing. Now they want to change their life around. Well, it's too late, you know. Change their life around to what? To find a good man who could take care of them, but it's too late now. What do you have to offer a good man? You've exactly. Exactly. Forever. That's what I'm saying. You burnt up. There's nothing you can do. You you chased all that. You chased the craziness. <laughs> I'm sorry. I see him now. Yeah, I see. You know, I'm like, oh boy, this is, it's gonna be a wrap for her in a few years. Damn. And it's always, oh boy, the stuff I can say, <laughs> the stuff I'd see. I keep, I keep. But you know what though? I keep certain people on my friend list so I can watch the downfall. How you know they was hot, super hot. Everybody wanted them and they you know played them and I'm you know played played the field and you know teased men along the way. And like they're getting older and older and stuff ain't holding up like it used to and <laughs> the the hairline's a little receding. You know what I'm saying? And they really don't have no, you know, no strong education or no strong, you know, career. They got nothing except their body. To... Yep, they've been getting by on their body, and they body's failing them now. They have nothing to show for all the, you know, plan they did, you know, and stuck. And I'm pretty sure plenty of good men tried to talk to them, you know, or be with them, and get them out of doing that crazy I stuff.
What? Yeah, when we were at the podcast. What happened? What I do at the podcast? At the 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 con when you said I was flirting with that guy, I'm still pissed off about that. Oh, <laughs> the moment you had, no, no, you fucking had a moment with that guy. He I walked, did not. You walked past. He stopped, looked at you. You looked at him. He was like, "Here, take a flyer." And he like like grinned a little bit, slowly walked over, took the flyer, looked at you, and you glanced at each other, and he walked away. That was a fucking moment. If I even 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 intern Evelyn said that was a moment. Intern Evelyn was just backing you up. No, that was a moment. You two had a moment. Well, okay. If there was a moment, I don't know what I did in that moment. You don't have That's to do any. You don't have to. Um, you don't have to do anything to have a moment. It just happened. It was like, it was just a, a glance, a stare, and you two were like locked for a second. I'm letting that go. But, okay, so this is what their life is like every day? Who? Who was that? <laughs> the women we were talking about before. <laughs> we're just having moments every day? <laughs> yeah, the ones that use their body, they get what they want. Oh, yeah, the guys are after them all the time. So they have moments every day. Yeah. They just figure they, they, they go, it's going like to be like this forever. You know, guys just want me. I can turn down who I want, be what I want, use who I want. And they turn 30. Not even then. Some some people hold up and, you know, you know, a lot of times the black don't crack. So they hold up past their 30s. But they will go downhill, and it will be bad. It doesn't necessarily, it's not necessarily bad, because, I don't know if she's dead or alive, but Pam Greer still looks good. Pam Greer, no. She still looks good. Here's the difference. Pam Greer has a career. Pam Greer has been in movies. Pam Greer doesn't need anybody. No, but Pam Greer also hits the fucking gym to keep that body. Exactly. Yeah. So that doesn't mean that they might not want to work, but maybe they want to work out. <laughs> if you're not working out, you, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you who I'm talking about later, and you're gonna be like, oh, okay. Like I said, I keep people around so I can see the downfall. But I remember you was all young and miss hot stuff, and now I look at you. It doesn't last. It doesn't last. It doesn't last, supposedly, for women. And I figured it out. You can have all the plastic surgery you want to. You can have your face lift, your boobs lift, your butt lift, your calves re-sculpted, your thighs thinned down. You can have all that. You know what you cannot have plastic surgery on? Personality? Your hands. <laughs> hands? Because you can have the face of a 20-year-old, but if you go to shake somebody's hand and you got the hands of a 50-year-old, <laughs> that is going to show. And let's be honest. The surgeries are not even that good. The, 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 the surgeries are terrible. Look at Lil' Kim. She looks bad. She doesn't even look like herself anymore. She doesn't even look human. She's like a giant Muppet. She's like a 
she's like a caricature of what people thought she looked like. Well, you know, I guess it depends on what you have done. I would never have any kind of plastic surgery done on my face. I don't care. I'm, I'm, I'm fighting the wrinkles as best I can. And so far, I'm doing pretty good. I look 15 years younger than I actually am. I'm glad for that. I'm just saying, look at all the surgeries that, you know, the, the movie stars have when they, when they get to, you know, the, the facelift. No, it looks bad. It doesn't look, you're not fooling nobody. It doesn't look like what they want it to look like. You cannot take a 45 or 50 year old face and make it look 20. You know why? Because when you're 20, nothing has happened to you. <laughs> Nothing's happened to you. Life is still new to you. You're still fresh, you know, just out of high school. You're still young. You are young. And that's what you are at 20. When you're 50, it doesn't mean that you are over. It doesn't mean that you're done. It doesn't mean that you can't have happiness. It means that you're not 20 anymore. Except what life has given you. I mean, yeah, okay, if you look like a Sharpay, maybe you could have some of that lifted, but <laughs> don't try to alter your 50-year-old face to look 20 because it's not going to happen. Your bone structure's changed, your life experiences has changed, your expressions have changed. Can you imagine a 50-year-old face with a 20-year-old facelift trying to do 11s? Yeah. And that's what you no, see. No, you can't because your face won't move that far. Elevens <laughs> are the lines between your eyebrows. Okay. <laughs> Never knew that. Never even had a name for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's where a lot of women have Botox right there. Because they have to deal with men. But <laughs> oh, Wow. Men are frustrating to women on several levels. Mm -hmm. Men don't frustrate me because I think like them a lot. No, because here's the thing. It's called overthinking. When you try to overthink simple men stuff, <laughs> you end up frustrating yourself. I agree with you. I totally, 100% agree with you. Women say to men, Take the garbage out. He says, okay. Five minutes later, the garbage is in out. She's pissed. She reminds him again. He's watching Sports Center or whatever, and he's like, I'll do it in a minute. And he has every intention of doing it. Let him finish watching Sports Center. If he takes his ass to bed and doesn't take that garbage out, dump the damn garbage on his head while he's in the bed. Now you're going too far. I bet you that next time you ask him to take the garbage out, See, now he'll you, take it out. You're going too far. <laughs> That's not going too far. I asked you to take it out. You said you would take it out. I haven't bothered you again the night. You didn't take it out. I'm dumping it on your head. You will get up, get the garbage off of you, take the damn garbage out, which is all I wanted in the first place. I didn't have to argue with you all night. I didn't have to yell at you. Got to see Sports Center. Shut up. Take the garbage out. 
Going too far. That's all there is to it. Too far. How is that too far? Explain dump, to me dumping, how that is dumping too far. Dumping the garbage on someone's head. Do something. You said you'd do it. I didn't bother you anymore, and you went to bed without doing it. See? Too far. That is your significant other, not your child. But I asked you to do it, and you agreed to do it. I didn't bug you every five minutes to do it. I let you watch your show. I let you play your video games or whatever. And you didn't do what I asked you to do. I didn't make you get up and do it when I wanted you to do it, which was when I asked you to. You got to do everything you wanted to do, and you still didn't do what I asked you to do, which wasn't that hard to do. Still treating like a child. I'm just going to put it out there. Treating like a child. He acted like a child. Uh... Yeah, he did. He watched his show, he played his video games, and then he went to bed without remembering his responsibility. I reminded him of his responsibility. That is what you do with a child when they go to bed without remembering their responsibility. Yeah, I don't know. I can't, I can't co-sign that. I ain't asking you to co-sign it. I'm just saying. I can't co-sign it. Can't allow it. Okay, so would you have rather I bugged you every five minutes? I asked you five minutes ago to take this out. When you gonna get up and take this out? Turn off the TV and take this out. Stop See? playing the video game and that take is, this out. That's you a significant that? other, not a child. But you, if, so if you if you if you start please take the garbage out. That was my me addressing my significant other. Please take the garbage out. Why do I have to remind you? If I say please take the garbage out, how come the garbage don't go out before you go to bed? That's all I'm asking. And then maybe got sidetracked. Like my significant other, correct? Got sidetracked. Shit happened. So, I redirect you like I would a child because you got sidetracked like one. Okay. Hey, mm -hmm. I'll take my own damn garbage out, so. Okay, then. Take it, take the <laughs> shit out. If, if it bothers you that much, then dump it on his head. Take it out. Obviously, you can pick it up. Dump it on somebody's head. Take that shit out. Hey, if I put the garbage <laughs> in the garbage can and I ask you to take it out, you should be responsible enough to take it out. If shit happens, then shit happens like shit garbage gets dumped on your fucking head. That's, that's, nah. That's not fair. Because if you say to me, did you pay the cable bill? Oh, yeah, 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 I'm going to do that. And I'll pay the cable bill, and you can't get your game on Sunday because I didn't pay the cable bill. It's going to be a whole different set of problems in the house. I actually dealt with that before. Did you pay the light bill? Yeah, I paid the light bill. All of a sudden, the Why shit turned off. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I could have set that whole house on fire. I was yeah, so pissed. See what I'm saying? But that's different, though. No, it's not. It's the same thing. It's you, the same you comparing thing. not having no lights in the house to the garbage not being taken out? That is not no, the same. I'm saying you are not handling the responsibilities that are being asked of you. I'm not asking you to pay the bills. I'm not asking you to make the doctor's appointments. I'm not asking you 
to do any of these other things. I asked you to take the garbage out. I don't think that that is too much to ask in comparison to the things that I am handling. I'm not asking you to handle any of those things. I'm taking care of them on time, in full, like I'm supposed to. If I ask you to take the garbage out, I shouldn't have to be looking at garbage when I go to bed at night. Because you still got lights when you ask me to take care of the light bill. That's my point. Take care of what I'm asking you to take care of. If I'm not bugging you and getting on you about it, and if I ask you to do it, do it. You ask me to take care of the bills, I got you. I'm asking you to take out of the Take out the garbage. Back me up. I can't back you up on that. Dumping garbage on my head. Nah. You had me. You had me up to that point. On your head, you didn't take it out. Mm. If you took it out, I ain't got no problem with you. I might even kiss you. <laughs> you had me up to that point. You 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 opened a whole new set of problems. Dumping garbage on somebody's head. Well, you said you wanted to burn the whole house down when they didn't pay the light bill. That's a big difference, though. You, How is that a big difference? You cannot compare those two. Expectation of taking care of responsibility. Just because my responsibility carries more weight than your responsibility does not make it any less of a responsibility. I'm counting on you to take that garbage out just as much as you are counting on me to pay that light bill. Overreaction. No, no. Not at all. I'm the type of person that would let the lights get cut off just because you didn't take the garbage out. Wow, that's that's petty. That's what that is. There's a word for that. It might be petty, but if we have divided up the responsibilities in the house, and you have said you are responsible for getting the groceries, paying the bills, and cooking dinner, and my responsibility is to bring the money in the house, take out the garbage, and rake the lawn. I am expecting you to do those three things just as much as you are expecting me to do my three things. Even though my three things may be bigger, those are my expectations. These are the expectations I have of you. That's what you agreed upon. You don't get to renege on your agreement just because... Oh, I'll take it out in the morning. No, you won't. You're going to wear that shit tonight. Oh. It's Tuesday. The garbage is supposed to go out. It's the 8th of the month. The lights bill is supposed to be paid. You can take out the garbage, wear it, or I can let the lights get cut off. Either one. Don't matter to me. So you'll let the lights get cut off just despite the fact that garbage can going get taken out? Correct. I wouldn't spend the money. I just wouldn't send it to them. I'd let them cut the lights off. I would. I would actually because they won't cut your lights off right away. I would say you know the bill was due yesterday and the garbage was due out too. And I would remind you every day that that garbage didn't go out. Wow. Oh, after I dumped it on your head. <laughs> Because you, when we define the rules of 
a couple and living together, marriage, whatever, when we define those rules, if I'm living up to my expectations, you are expected to live up to yours. I'm still pissed off to this day that I have to take my own garbage out. I used to pay my son to come and do it. <laughs> That's my own personal thing. I don't think girls should take out garbage. But that's just me. Oh, oh, that's not that's not a job for a female. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> that's not a job for me. <laughs> I got a lot of jobs I won't do. I won't change my own oil. I won't none of. That. I don't know how. I just won't. But it, my philosophy on life is if I can throw money, if I can throw money at the problem, fine. Like I don't clean my own house. I have maids come in and clean my house because I don't want to do it. <laughs> I'm lazy. I, I have my groceries delivered. I'm lazy. I pick it out online, bring it to my door. I'll give you five bucks and go away. That's just <laughs> <me>. <laughs> I'm lazy. I, I admit it. But if we define this is what I'm going to do and this is what you're going to do, I'm going to do my part, 100%. My husband did not miss it, my ex-husband now, but he did not miss a meal. Every day, dinner was on the table at 6 o'clock for him and my children. That was me working all day. I kept the house clean. I fed the pets. I did the laundry. You know, that's what I was supposed to do. He was supposed to bring the money home. He was supposed to keep the house in order. He was supposed to take care of the cars, rake the leaves, and shovel the snow. Take out the garbage. Well, I had sons to take out the garbage. <laughs> Those were his responsibilities. If he didn't shovel the snow, he might find his tires flat in the morning. Wow. I wouldn't stab him. I'd just let the air out and piss him off. You know, yo... The way you get back isn't evil to, isn't equal to what happened. You can't take it to that zero to the hundred. If I walk out the door and fall and bust my ass, yes, that is equal to me letting the air out of your tires. Because if I can crawl over through the snow to your tire, the air is going to be let out of it because I can't get my fat ass up off the damn sidewalk. <laughs> Because you should have shoveled and salted it. That's your responsibility. I didn't burn his dinner <laughs> because he didn't do any of these things. Because my kids had to eat that food. Uh-huh. I didn't put bleach in his laundry. You know, I, I, I wasn't that kind of spiteful. But I was spiteful. I, I I'll admit to that. That's that's past spiteful though. That's I put your dinner on the table before you have to go to work because my husband worked third shift or well second and a half. He worked from six p.m. to two a.m. I got off at four thirty. That meant I had to get home, cook dinner, make sure he had dinner before he left, and pack him a lunch so he could go to work. 
Then I had to deal with the kids, get the kitchen clean, the dining room clean, everything cleaned up, get them bathed and put in the bed, the bed and everything. And then I could sit down and play my video games, which I did. And then I'd go to bed. He got home at 2 o'clock in the morning. When he got home at 2 o'clock in the morning, I always made sure that he had beer in the refrigerator, blah, 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 all that was handled. And you're going to get mad at me because I dumped garbage on you when I asked you to take it out on Tuesday once? Fight me. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I carried my weight. I did my job. If you don't do yours, you're going to pay the price. I did never have a problem with him bringing his money home. So. Mm. I want to take a moment to shout out the great uh, podcast I've been finding on SoundCloud. I finally downloaded the app and started listening to some other ones. Uh, let me see. I got a list. Pre-game podcast. Great podcast to listen to. Sticking with Stucky. That's my buddy. He supports us a lot. Shout out to him. Uh, Barbershop podcast. Take a listen to them. Funny as hell. The whole the whole indie creative the indie creative network. Check them out. Uh, of course, you got the brilliant idiots. Uh, boy, now I'm drawing a blank. The Reed. Do you listen to any other podcasts besides this, or? Go ahead and say it. No judgment. I listen to Alonzo Lerone and Joe Sanagaro. No idea who that is. <laughs> the, the, also, of course not. The official street podcast. If you're on SoundCloud, check them out. Let them know we, we sent you. I, I share them on the SoundCloud, SoundCloud line, though. So you can check them out there. As always, add us on Facebook. Like us on Facebook. Add this, the Facebook page, uh, Zexy Love. Because they, they, obviously it wouldn't take Zexy Genius as, as a last name. But add that page so we can get rid of all these damn uh, Facebook models who got their ass in on the sink. Oh, we know you downloaded all their pics. <laughs> I don't download shit. I get... Got plenty of ass here. Anything else you want to talk about before you head up out of here? No. I want to talk about that damn Jumanji movie. What are they doing with this shit? It's supposed to be no board game. It's supposed to be a video game. Have you seen this shit? I didn't think it was a video game. I thought that how they got into it was the board game. No, the new one. The remake. Yeah, I know. No, they say it's supposed to be no board, it's supposed to be a video game. No, I haven't seen anything about that. I don't know, the lineup's kind of questionable. You know, The Rock, you know what he's going to do. Is a bird? No, it's a fucking animal in our basement. That's you hear it? Yes. It's a fucking beast in our, I don't know what it is in our basement. It disappeared for the winter, now it's back. Seriously, I don't know what the fuck it is. It's disturbing. Yes, it is very. <laughs> and I would think, you know, the cat would go down and handle it, but he hasn't. I'm going to borrow somebody's wild cat and just throw his ass in the basement and see what happens. 
Don't borrow mine, cause mine will come back big too. What's going on? Ah! <laughs> My cat is such a punk. He runs from chipmunk. I don't think it's a chipmunk. Is I don't know what it is. No, I don't. It's not a chipmunk. I don't know what that is. Oh my god! I was hoping they didn't get on the podcast. Shit. Hello, the, critter. Probably people wondering what the fuck I got going on in my house. Okay, back to the Jumanji movie. Yes. It has to line up. Chris, I'm mean, not Chris Rock. Damn, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. So what the fuck is that? Okay. <laughs> Has Kevin Hart. His 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 15 minutes is starting to wear out. Do you, am I wrong for that? I think he's trying to do too much. He. I he, think he's spreading himself too thin. And I think the Hollywood is starting to hit, go to his head. He's done way too many stand-up movies in a short period of time. Right. I, I think he's losing sight of who he is and what he was about. Because, you know, yeah. Eddie, Eddie Murphy only did two. Richard Pryor did more than that, but not many. How many did Richard Pryor have? Like, Oh, Richard Pryor was all over the place. But that was, but, that, but that was a different time then. You know what I'm saying? They didn't have YouTube and, you know, shit like that where you could just put out a special. I mean... Well, I think he's. Oh, excuse me. I think he's getting a case of the big head. I think he's had it though. No, I think he was cocky before. When in his stand-up, he was cocky, and I think that was compensation for the fact that he's short. He's short as hell. Shut up. No, he's but taller than me. Get the, he is not taller than you. Yes, he is. Five five, isn't he? No, he's got to be shorter than five five. Like, uh, people, actors in Hollywood are not the tallest at all, and he's always five, just short. Five five is not giving somebody the average. Height. The average actor is only like five six, five seven. I'm only five three. Shut up. But you, he's five four. He is taller than me. But you get what I'm saying though. Like when yeah. he when he stands next to other when he stands next to other actors. When he stands next to The Rock, you know he's short. Okay, but The Rock is like six one. I'm talking about when he stands next to like regular every like regular actors who aren't bodybuilders like The Rock. He's still short as hell. Yeah, but he's still no. I think he might be shorter than Cat Williams. Okay, but you know what he's going—he's going to be the same character he is in the area of the movie, the coward running and running from shit, scared or whatever. I'm just not sure this movie's going to be good. They redoing the classic, and this one—I don't know. I don't think there's going to be two movies I go out to see this year in the movie theater that's coming out, because I didn't see Logan. I haven't seen Get Out, which we should see. Go see Sunday. I'm very back. Oh my god! All right. Well, since that, we're gonna end on that note. <laughs> I want to thank everybody for listening. Make sure you share us, like us, comment, 
please comment. If you listen this far to the show, we had a, hundred, a minute and 28 minutes. Comment. Let us know what you think. Share us on your Facebook. Share us on your social networks. Thank you for listening. We are out. Thank you very much.